Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, we know the news of the last 24 hours have been centered around the FBI and going into former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence in Florida yesterday, uh, took boxes of documents. And since then, the speculation has been high on both sides of the political aisle. The right claims the raid is purely political. The left quickly jumped to the FBI's defense and the idea that no one is above the law. The FBI itself has been silent. But before we come to any conclusions about what the agency did or did not do, where we are, where we aren't, let's make sure we make sure that we don't rush to a preemptive instant certainty. Let's think again. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Uh, There are a host of questions that remain around the FBI's raid on former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate. And the FBI has a very high bar and heavy burden uh, to prove that the raid wasn't political. Uh, We also have the responsibility to not jump to conclusions before the facts have even come out. In this age of instant certainty, we have to remember that instant certainty is the enemy of truth. And absent that truth, it undermines trust. And we're not going to do that on this show today. We're going to lay out some of the things that we know, many of the things that we don't know. But more importantly, I want everyone to get thinking about what this means in the broader context. And so I know this will be a very difficult ask, but I'm going to ask you to set aside wherever your politics fall, whether you think the former president is guilty and should be locked up and banned from ever running from office, or whether you believe that he should run for re-election, uh, and that he's being targeted uh, by a rogue agency. Wherever you fall on the spectrum, I don't really care today. Uh, I want you to suspend all of that, and let's just go through where we are, what it means, what our job is as citizens, and how this process will roll forward uh, so that we're not just caught in either the instant certainty of we know what happened and why and here's what the outcome is going to be. We don't know, uh, and anyone who claims they do doesn't. And so we're going to try to back it up just a little bit. Uh, so part of the the issue, of course, is some of the skepticism uh, around government and trust in government. And that's really where I actually want to start, because this isn't the beginning. This is something that started a long time ago. Uh, Pew Research has been tracking trust in government uh, all the way back into 1958, near the end of uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower's administration. Uh, And just to give you a little bit of perspective, uh, in 1958, 73% of Americans, the majority of both Democrats and Republicans, said they trusted the government to do what is right just about always. In the fall of 1964, 
uh, despite assassinations of John F. Kennedy and Martin Luther King Jr., uh, even with that, there was still this idealism, uh, and the trust uh, continued, still in that 73 to 77% range. Uh, by 1968, uh, towards the end of the Johnson administration, uh, the division that took place uh, with Vietnam uh, and a host of other things, the church started to head down, and they've never really recovered. Uh, by late 74, of course, after Richard Nixon left office, just 36% of Americans say they trust their government to do the right thing most of the time. And today, that number is at 31. 31% of Americans believe that the government will do the right thing most of the time. Uh, and that's uh, that's a little discouraging and a little frustrating. And I think it's uh, indicative of what divides us in our politics is if we have this distrust uh, in each other, it's really hard to get to truth. And uh, so looking at all of those things um, that uh, I, I think it's crucial that we, we really look at where we are in all of this. So So let's just break it down just a little bit at a time here. Uh, looking at the the documents, taking classified documents, uh, of course, is a crime, uh, but it is a a crime uh, according to every expert that I've seen uh, that's rarely prosecuted uh, unless you know those documents are given to a third party. That's one important exception, uh, or if there is something that is of a uh, national security threat. Uh, those are the things. So it's it's challenging to to look at what took place at Mar-a-Lago and wonder, okay, what was in those boxes, and it does it fall into those categories? And we we don't know yet because we're just not sure what that is. We do know that some of those uh, documents were requested from the National Archives. We know there was some documents turned over over the last few months, and. So, we, so we're not quite sure where these ones fall in all of that. Uh, but I think the, the bigger question we have to get to is, is where does this lead next in terms of trust? I, I think one of the things that will be interesting, uh, we're keeping our eye on the White House briefing right now as they try to answer some of these questions from reporters uh, following the raid of the compound there and the, and the uh, retrieval of those documents. Uh, I actually think uh, former governor of New York, uh, Andrew Cuomo, uh, probably got it closest. He said, look, the Department of Justice needs to explain uh, what this is, what it was. And if they don't, if there is just silence there, that's going to continue to undermine the trust level and their credibility as it relates to the January 6th uh, probe that is going on. Because if that just all looks political, then that makes it very difficult uh, for any of that to play out uh, with any kind of confidence from the American people. And that's what we're trying to get to at all of this is, you know, did this, did, did the FBI meet the mark? Uh, did the attorney general set a very high bar in terms of this kind of action? Uh, I've heard a few people say that, you know, even if it is these kinds of documents, I'm not sure it, it uh, justifies, you know, that kind of force going in uh, to get them. Um and again, we don't know. And so there are plenty of things uh, to look at there. And I think the competing interest in all of this, one, is this political? Is this political targeting? 
And two, uh, is this ensuring that no one is above the law? I think those are things. And what I'm going to ask you to think again about today is how those things are compatible, that we can make sure that we have departments and institutions of government that aren't targeting, that aren't using those positions and that power to lie to you, to spy on you, to target you, uh, whether you're an elected official or an everyday citizen. And how do we ensure that no one is above the law in the process? And so I admire a lot of those uh, that I've seen commenting and talking about this today. There are plenty who are spouting off and spewing things on social media. This is a day where I think we can get back to this idea that restraint always works. Restraint always works. And so suspend judgment today. No instant certainty. This is about getting to the truth. The truth matters. And the truth will help us reinforce and have trust in our institutions, in the process. The process matters in all of this. And so before you get caught up in the political hyperbole of both sides, uh, remember what we're really after is truth and we're really after trust. And in order to do that, we have to avoid instant certainty. With Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.